Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast. This podcast was developed by and for Amazon sellers to give you the latest strategies that are working right now to grow your business profitably, as well as how to plan for your future growth and lifestyle. So if you're currently selling on Amazon or looking to get started in selling private label products on Amazon, then you're in the right place to learn more about the ins and outs of the processes and strategies it takes to develop a long-term sustainable business that brings you income month after month and year after year. And today we have a very special guest with us. That's right. So in this episode, we're going to be speaking with Joe Cadillo from Jungle Scout, which is essentially a company that specializes in helping Amazon sellers find data for product research and also some other awesome insights that we're going to go through today as well. And really what it does is it just helps us as Amazon sellers give us a much better idea of the sales opportunities and the competition on the Amazon platform itself, which I know for me has been completely invaluable. So welcome, Joe. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Now, of course, we're going to dive into how awesome Jungle Scout is and how we can actually use it to the best of our advantage as a seller. But one thing we really like to do is to kind of dive a bit deeper into you, you know, where, how you actually, you know, worked at Jungle Scout and um, how did you kind of get into the crazy Amazon world? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm glad you called it a crazy world because it's certainly been a bit of a crazy journey. Um, I graduated back in 2016 with a marketing degree. And I think like a lot of my peers, I quickly found myself in a job um, that I didn't really care about. It was really boring, really tedious, uh, micromanagement. And I was just like, wow, this can't be it, right? This can't be life after college, life after school. There's got to be a better alternative. Um, So I I was there for a little less than two years. And I remember meeting up with a friend from lunch that quit the company like six months prior to our chat. And I was like, so what are you doing? What are you doing today, man? Like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I'm selling on Amazon. I was like, oh, you're selling on Amazon. Like, what do you tell me more? And at the time he was doing around like $3,000 a month, um, flipping a couple products and kind of gave me the basic rundown, right? Buy, Buy in bulk from China, resell it on Amazon, you brand it, private label. I was like, oh, cool. Like that, that sounds really interesting. Um, I remember going home that night and kind of diving in a little bit more and stumbling on Jungle Scout, finding some bunch of videos and binging YouTube. Uh, and about two, three months later, I launched my first product on Amazon. And my first month I did around $13,000 in sales and quickly realized like, okay, this is, there's a lot of opportunity here. So I was really excited to go into work and and leave that job and focus on this full time. Um, So that was awesome. So after I started selling on Amazon, I was involved with a couple, you know, online groups and communities and sharing my success. And that introduced me to other like entrepreneurs uh, that were doing the same thing. And a couple guys invited me out to the Philippines to come work with them. They were also selling on Amazon and kind of joined that digital nomad community. So I did that for about a year and they actually wanted to go uh, to Texas. They wanted to go to Austin. It was, it was two Australian guys and they're like, oh, we hear great things about Austin, Texas. And I'm actually from Dallas, Texas. Uh, I was born in Austin, love Austin. I've always wanted to go back. 
So I was like, yeah, sure. Like, let's go to Austin. That sounds great. And a couple months into being in Austin, uh, we went to Ryan Daniel Moran Capitalism's uh, Brand Builder Summit. And at that brand building conference, uh, I actually met Greg Mercer and a couple people on the Jungle Scout team and learned that they had just moved. This was in uh, late 2017. Uh, so in early 2018, you know, they had just moved to Austin as a headquarters. Um, we were in like a WeWork at the time, but opening up our new office space. I was just like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Like Jungle, I love Jungle Scout. Uh, you know, I found, part of my success is responsible for their products. So if there's anywhere I want to work to get back on, uh, you know, health insurance now that I'm in America, like Jungle Scout would be an amazing place. So a couple months later, I just kind of checked out the website, saw their open roles. And since I was just really passionate about e-commerce and entrepreneurship um, and loved the team that I had met and was kind of that, you know, fun, fast growing startup with a lot of autonomy um, and just a, seemed like an amazing place to work while still allowing me time, you know, Greg's very supportive of employees side hustling and selling on Amazon. Uh, we definitely really value that experience at Jungle Scout. So it seems like I can still focus on this while, while doing this and the worlds blend perfectly together. What an amazing opportunity. Uh, and here we are two years later. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I think you're still young enough where you can, you can have like a full-time job, work the Amazon business and not get tired like us. Yeah. We'll <laughs> get tired. That's for sure. There's still late nights and early mornings and, uh, you know, COVID and quarantine has definitely made me feel 20 years older and kind of grandpa <laughs> status, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think also though, because, you know, like you said, you know, you came, came straight out of uni university, you started a business, it kind of took off. That's awesome. But I think there is something to be said for actually working in an organization, especially like a startup organization in the area that you want to be in, because not only are you going to understand more about how to sell on Amazon specifically, but also you're going to learn more about how, how do businesses run, you know, how to, how to startups like go from like zero to hero in, in like only a couple of years and the growing pains around that and how you can actually learn from others in that environment especially as Isaac said, you know, at your age, I've already done that. I've been there 25 years. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But I think, I think it is a good opportunity, especially in an environment like that. Um, because you do get to experience so much more as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. I definitely am incredibly grateful. Um, Jungle Scout has an amazing team and I've made a lot of friendships and mentors as well, uh, with the company and just seeing that growth, being part of that growth and driving it. Uh, and really, I think for me and like, you know, the millennial generation, we really want work that we feel like we're making a difference and feel valued. And I think that's really apparent at Jungle Scout because like we see so many success stories come in and people's lives being changed by, you know, selling on Amazon, whether that's through our data or our educational tools. Um, so that's been awesome. And I, I remember yeah, joining the team, our marketing team had around 12 people and right now we're around 35. Um, so while we've grown a lot on the marketing side, like our engineering and our data science team have like quadrupled in the past couple years. So being part of that growth is certainly really exciting. 
Yeah, pretty soon you're going to have a bunch of new applicants after this uh, podcast comes out. Everyone's going to be like, hey, this job sounds great. I'm going to apply now. Hey, <laughs> we're always hiring. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, you know, being at Jungle Scout, we've used it. I mean, I, I think the first time I ever set eyes on that, that the, the, the Chrome browser extension was probably 2014, I want to say, maybe 2015. I can't remember when it kind of came out, but ever since then, it's like, Every time I look at products and, and do product research, I'm using that browser extension. So um, obviously that's one of the big ones that we use and we actually teach all of our members to use. But can you guys just give us like a, a broad overview of what kind of tools that you guys actually have at Jungle Scout and how do they help you know, Amazon sellers do market research and understand their metrics and, and basically run their business more effectively? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and great point. 2014 was when Greg first launched the Chrome extension. And for a couple of years, uh, you know, Jungle Scout was definitely product research, product research extension. We later launched the web app, the product database, product tracker. But really in the past few years, it's, it's grown into so, so, so much more. So now we touch on, you know, of course, product research is still our absolute like core and focus, especially the data around it. Uh, we're always looking to improve our estimates and algorithms, but now we also have supplier research, keyword research, marketing tools, review automation, sales analytics, and inventory manager. So, you know, for a while at Jungle Scout, the, the kind of focus was like, let's become an all-in-one platform that serves all the different seller needs. And that's what we were growing towards. You know, Jungle Scout had acquired Forecastly, Fetcher, Splitly, um, and Fetcher. And eventually down the road, we kind of realized that, you know, sellers don't necessarily need an all-in-one tool to solve every single need. I think talking to sellers, we really realized that people will always use what's best for their business, regardless of if it's three subscriptions per month or one, you know? So we kind of shifted away maybe from let's try to do everything decent enough and let's really focus on what we can do extremely well. And that's definitely product research first and foremost. I think our keyword research really follows. Um, so while we don't have a PPC tool per se, we do have the you know most fresh up to date keyword research, reverse ASIN explorers to drive listing optimization and of course your, your uh, advertising campaigns as well. A couple tools, you know, we entered on the supplier side too. I remember when we first launched this around at Prosper 2018 and uh, seeing the seller's reactions like live, like mind blown, walk away um, when they, we would search for their business and then or their competitors and pull up their supplier. And I remember one guy found uh, that his competitor was using the same supplier as he is, but he was actually like 65% of his supplier's exports. So he's like, I'm going to use this data to leverage not only just better rates with my supplier, but also try to get them to stop manufacturing my number one competitor's product. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a really exciting launch for us, for sure. The supplier database. Um, we took kind of our tools at Fetcher and Forecastly, which was, sort of like sales analytics and the accounting, um, you know, seller central is kind of notoriously poor at providing uh, real like insightful financial data. You know, you can't input your product cost, et cetera. Um, so we took Fetcher and brought that into jungle scout. 
And we took Forecastly, which was our inventory forecasting and sort of like smart, um, yeah, inventory management platform and brought that into Jungle Scout as well. So I think now we kind of have that core suite. Um, and yeah, we have that core suite of, of tools from product research, suppliers, keywords, listing optimization, and like launching, marketing your product, helping sellers get reviews, um, and then some seller insights and financial and inventory command centers as well. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I've, as Isaac said, you know, I've also used Jungle Scout. I, I couldn't even remember when it came out. It feels like it's just been out ever since I started selling. But before then, I was just doing the old BSR, you know, trying to figure out how much it's going to be. But oh, I remember yeah. when it first, yeah. <laughs> but of course, the, I mean, the in terms of the platform, it's completely exploded since then. So it's a lot harder to kind of work, figure that stuff out. So just having that data is so important for us as sellers one thing that we really focus in on is really understanding what your targets are, right? Because we know, especially when we work with people, they're looking at products and they're looking at product selection, but they don't really have something to aim for. They're not really fully understanding the fact that actually this is how much market market share I could actually take. So just having having that data is is amazing. Now, one thing in terms of having that data, making those core decisions. We know that Amazon changes a lot as well. Um, is that how does your team kind of react to that? And does it kind of like drive you mental as well? Does it drive you crazy when Amazon's changing all the stuff, right? Yeah. Um, luckily, I don't have to deal with Amazon's crazy regulation and algorithm changes uh, <laughs> at all. But I know our it definitely gives our data science team some headaches for sure. So the company has definitely invested really heavily in building out our data science team and engineers so we can be reactive uh, to any changes that Amazon makes. And I think over the past few years too, kind of, you know, like you said, being back, you know, 2014, 15 was when I think Amazon, you know, FBA was really picking up steam. And I think starting then put us in a really uh, competitive advantage because we've been working with Amazon and have built relationships with Amazon's team uh, over the past, you know, five years where Jungle Scouts in a really good standing with them. It helps us, you know, get heads up to changes, um, react and get approved faster. Um, so I don't know all the details that the data science team has to do, but I know that, you know, there are constant changes that they are reacting to constantly. And um, luckily the team's really built around that over the past few years. So we are able to uh, kind of move move fast and move better and have better data. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Especially, like you said, sellers are probably going to have maybe two or three tools that they that they work with, but it's really all about the trust factor as well as a seller, right? You know, to keep that subscription moving. Uh, one thing that I felt was awesome that you guys came out with pretty, pretty much straight away was the request a review button. Because I remember doing that and going, oh my Lord, how are we ever going to get in this thing and, <laughs> and request a review and go into everybody's, you know, um, order uh, details, which takes a lot of time, even if a VA is doing it, but you guys yep. coming out very, very quickly with that button was, was really cool. And it's, it's really easy to use as well. Yeah. And perfect timing too. We, last week we improved on that button as well. So yeah, absolutely. It was super te like great feature by Amazon, but also who wants to click in every single order? and request that button. So even for a VA, super tedious, very time consuming. Um, 
So, you know, we did implement that bulk review, but it still required some manual labor. I'd say every like every three weeks, you'd want to go in and bulk request all the reviews of your last, you know, four to 30 days. Um, but just last week, we've, we've automated this process. So now we have a new feature called review automation. It's just kind of the natural evolution of that bulk review. It's the same process, but you can just set it and forget it and then actually track the progress of how many are being sent, how many reviews are coming in um, in the Jungle Scout web app, which is really exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Brilliant. Just actually one question on that, because I know we get asked this a lot um, because Amazon, you know, do send out their own emails as well. And, you know, we, it usually pops up with before we actually request the review. Um, you know, Amazon may have already sent this. Do you, um, do you still want to send this? Personally, I just kind of hit that button and go, yep, I want to send it. But we know that a lot of our members, for instance, might get a little bit worried about that. How do you, what do you, how do you guys think about it in terms of being able to request a review? Yeah, good question. So when we're looking at it, um, you know, if Amazon's sending something on their own and to ask for a review, we view that as not applying to the sellers. We think the sellers essentially get, you know, one, one ask per review. So a lot of sellers um, are using email campaigns to do that today, right? Uh, Jungle Scout has a feature. There's many other tools out there that will automate emails to your customers, you know, maybe seven days after purchase, you ask for a review. So what we're advising our customers to do right now is like, you can definitely continue your email campaigns if you want, but I would tweak the wording and not actually ask for a review in the email message, right? You could definitely follow up and ask like how they're liking it, but not to leave a review or a link to the review. Um, so I think we definitely recommend using the review automation feature now because it is coming through Amazon. Um, we're just seeing a lot of increased rates from, from sellers like myself included, the other sellers on the team, our customers as well. They seem to be getting far more reviews from the button, uh, you could say, as opposed to like sending an email. So the button or the automation feature will only send that one um, so that's kind of good to go. And then if Amazon's doing anything on their end as a sort of extra nudge to the customer, then that's all good. We're, we're still playing within their terms of service. Yeah, awesome. I, I've noticed that myself in terms of getting a lot more reviews just from using that button. And also, we one thing that we always talk about is data, really getting behind the numbers of your business. Even though, you know, you can get massive sales and a lot of people are out there showing their, you know, their sales graphs. At the end of the day, it really comes down to how much money you're actually going to make out of the business. Are you, you know, bidding on the right keywords? So we'd love to understand from your team's point of view, being really focused on data, how crucial do you believe this is for sellers to really understand, to have a successful business as well? It's so, so, so crucial. It's the most important thing. Um, being on the side to coming up and people showing off their charts. There's a lot of, uh, I call them the Lambros on YouTube, you know. <laughs> driving the flashy car, talking about how they made $2 million on Amazon. Hey, that's great. If you hit $2 million in sales, but if your costs were 2.2 million, then you know, you're in the red. That's, that's not a great business model. Um, and I, I learned that too. I think my, probably my first product I launched, um, my, my profit margin was pretty poor, honestly. Like my A cost was super high. Um, my product cost was really low, but it was still like, for $100,000 in sales, I think I actually put around $6,000 in my pocket, which was not great. 
Um, but of course, for me, I still found great value in that because it was a learning process and it just improved every product I launched. So it's an extremely important for sellers. Um, I'm sure they know that, but especially anyone like looking to get into it that's in that product research phase, definitely understanding that sales, you know, does not equal profit. And there are a lot of things that go into your, your FBA business. Um, so I don't want to like be plugging jungle scout too hard or anything, but you know, I mentioned, uh, like seller central certainly doesn't let you put some of those things that are really important. So a lot of the sellers we were talking to, you know, were basically using Google sheets and Excel as, as their home base. Um, you know, inputting product costs, shipping costs, uh, designer costs for a logo or for packaging, like you name it. Um, so really getting that clear picture of everything that you can input um, into your business and then breaking down, especially those ads. I mean, those ads can really sneak up to, on you. Staying on top of those, um, you know, which keywords are not profitable at all and knowing when to add that to your negative list as soon as possible to save money in the long run. Um, can certainly be a kind of intense game of playing with those, those numbers. So I think a lot of sellers too, you know, might start with a product that's around like 15 or $20 because they can get the product created for a dollar or two. Um, and I think that's just not really scalable, right? There's a lot of, uh, you know, Greg personally, he's got like 200 plus SKUs, I think on Amazon. Um, and I think a lot of those products are smaller and have smaller margins, but because you're selling so many, it gives you a lot more room in the long run to be, to be making a nice profit. But if it's your first product, you're only selling a couple, um, those smaller numbers that you're playing with or smaller price point, I don't really think will give you that profit you need when you look at all the costs that go into, into, uh, actually selling on Amazon for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that you guys do is, uh, you know, obviously provide sellers with really good tools, but you guys have actually become a great resource of information about breaking Amazon news for changes in terms of service and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I was just curious, is that like something you guys have actually, you know, focused on as a company or is that kind of just something that has organically happened? Um, you know, since you guys have been building that and, and kind of like being tapped in with Amazon so closely, like you said, with the changes that come about. Yeah, definitely a bit of both. Um, I think from the very beginning, Greg, and to this day, is still very much about free education and free resources. Uh, you know, our, our mission at Jungle Scout is to empower entrepreneurs across the world. Um, and we don't want to upsell like courses and, you know, training guides and PDFs and one on one. So as Every customer at Jungle Scout will get access to like our academy um, on daily onboarding trainings that I, I lead myself as well. So it's definitely been focused on as well. So I think, you know, 2015, 2018, it was just like, let's provide free information, get people interested in selling on Amazon. But then of course, once they are interested, like let's help them. We need to help them. If you, if you get them in and not only just from like the SaaS perspective of, of keeping customers subscribed to your, to your core product, um, but really to just help them and their business succeed on Amazon. Mm -hmm. So that's certainly been part of founding Greg's mentality in always helping sellers and providing that resource. But we hired a director of content uh, in early 2018. And that's absolutely a big play on her end is that SEO, you know, let's get our AH refs ranking up and uh, 
Google loving us. Let's break news. Um, it's absolutely been a strong strategic play in our organic marketing to drive attention and awareness to Jungle Scout. Definitely on the PR slate as well. Um, a lot of the reports we've been publishing are focused and targeted um, using our data and insights and leverage. We were actually just cited in um, a U.S. court subpoena against Amazon, which maybe isn't great for us, not the <laughs> exact press we uh, always want. Um, you know, great for us, Amazon might not like that so much, um, but it's definitely a, a core focus on the marketing team to drive growth for sure. Yeah, I remember back, I think it was 2016, there was actually a bit of a viral video for Amazon sellers about, um, you know, jungles. It was from Jungle Scout, and it was like every employee talking about like all the complaints that sellers have. Like, should I bundle? Is there a way to bundle this? Can I bundle that? And it was like just like it was pretty funny, and I, I still remember that piece of, of content. I think it was 2016 because I remember doing it at one of our workshops and showing it. So yeah, it's it good stuff. <laughs> Yeah. And, um, you know, we talk a lot about having the right tools for the job all the time. A lot of people just look, you know, at signing up for a tool like an expense, right? So what we try and say is, is like, you know, if you don't get the right tools in place, you can spend a lot more on mistakes than just like the cost of the tool itself. So what would you kind of say to someone who's thinking that they, you know, I can do all the research on my own. I'm going to watch a couple of YouTube videos. Um, and I'm not going to use any data. I love this product here i reckon it's going to sell well on amazon right <laughs> we always get that one or i'm gonna as isaac likes to say i'm gonna make a golden toilet because i think that's the best thing that anybody needs right now in their life right and they want to sell that thing on amazon so what would you say to people thinking that way versus using tools and data like i think there's a happy medium of both kind of like a yin and yang right data is incredibly important you want to use that data to get a gauge for the competition, the demand, uh, you know, your profit margin, et cetera. It's extremely important. But um, there's also, you know, being a more like creative person, there's that side of your brain that when you're looking at these products and looking over, considering which to sell, you know, you can definitely find where the data lines up and these make sense. But I, I feel like there's kind of this other half in choosing your product or what you want to sell. And that's really being able to like get excited about selling it, right? How do I want to brand this? How do I want to market it? Um, Cause I, I've, I've launched around like 16 products and the ones I've dropped were the ones that data look great, but kind of like, and eh, the excitement factor and the other ones were like, yeah, I really love this like target market and marketing it. It's super fun uh, building this brand. Like that's what I really enjoy. And I think that's important too. I mean, with more and more people selling on Amazon um, and by all means, you know, you don't have to sell something sexy or cool. Like you can make money selling anything on Amazon. But for me, at least when the data lines up, like the next thing I want to look at is the competition and it's something that numbers can't really tell you. It's more so looking at the best sellers, you know, maybe the top 30 listings in this niche, um, seeing what they're doing and just always asking yourself, like, how can I do this better? Because I find so many products that are like, you know, doing $30,000 or more in monthly sales. Um, and they're just listing is just laughable. It's really poor. Right. And I think, 
you know, as sellers, I think we're, we're very aware we can see a listing uh, on Amazon and be like, Oh, like I know who's selling that. This is very poor copywriting, very poor images. It's Photoshopped. Um, and as a consumer, I'm also like, <laughs> I still shop on Amazon daily, but I definitely know which products to avoid. Right. And, but then you'll run jungle scout and be like shocked that like, Oh my God, this product's still making $40,000 a month. Yeah. This is insane. So how can I do it better? Right. And that's where I get excited at kind of second half of product research is yeah. How do I want to brand this? How do I want to market this? How do I just dominate the competition and just chip away at their sales over time and take that top spot with a better listing? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, one thing I think, so one thing that we really focus in on is building a brand. So you kind of mentioned that up front. So, uh, we we like our members to really think about, well, who do I want to serve first and then go and do your product research? And I just thought of an idea. I'm sure you get loads of people doing this all the time saying, hey, have you thought about doing this? What about this? And you're like, yeah, we've done that, whatever. <laughs> but um, in terms of one thing that we find people get really stuck on is just coming up with ideas, like literally just thinking, okay, well, here's my, here's the brand that I want to build. But how do I even think about what product to research? Have you thought about doing, or maybe you already have it. It's almost like a brand randomizer or a product randomizer that just kind of, um, you can run potentially and it pulls up ideas based on the last search that you did. So maybe there's a root kind of search, if you know what I mean. And then people can kind of hit a button and it, you can just pop up different ideas that people can research. Uh, Cause we find that that's one area where people just get stuck. Yeah, that's definitely a, huge cause of analysis paralysis, right? And people, yeah. people get stuck there all the time for sure. Um, I love that idea. We've, we've been playing around with that idea of like, we just need a magic button <laughs> for Jungle Scout that says, show me all the like 10 opportunity scores. Um, but I think the team, you know, marketing would love that. But then our product team is like, hey, I think part of it is having everybody on like an even playing field and actually having like used the tool and set parameters or filters. So I'd say the closest thing we have to that button is our opportunity finder. Um, So this does leverage keyword search data to find niches. And, you know, the product database, personally, I'm not the biggest fan of that tool. Uh, You've got to really kind of play with the filters, set them manually, input a lot of numbers, uh, you know, mix and match. And then all the results it gives you are individual products. And it can just feel like you're scrolling through this never ending list. Um, we have made improvements like, you know, separating child ASINs. You're not looking at 10 products of the same different color, right? But the opportunity finder just kind of does let you just kind of play. It's got sliders instead. So I don't even know. I don't even really have a strategy to it. I kind of just like select a category, play with some filters a little bit. And then, you know, if you do have an idea of what type of brand or market you want to serve, you can input those keywords and it'll show search results that are, you know, ranked closely to those keywords you're looking for, or also exclude something that you're not looking for. Right. So I was like, I like the pet pet categories, but I don't want to sell like food or litter. So I'll always exit that out. Um, and then you just hit search and then the results are search terms, customer search terms. And you can kind of gauge from there and look at historical data too. So we've got like seasonality, uh, you know, sales over the last 12 months, I think it's just a way easier, you know, like 2020s way of doing product research and just very quickly 
getting ideas that could be related to your initial idea. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I like how you guys like to focus on, you know, you don't try to spread yourselves too thin, like you're saying, by trying to do all the tools all at once, you just get really good. And, you know, ever since Jungle Scout came out, it's been literally how we base even our training on finding products and product research. Um, and we've trusted it and used that, those parameters and those, those, that data uh, set from, from pretty much day one of, of doing this. Um, but, you know, obviously you guys probably still get that like we do or like, Hey, we should probably add this to our training or add this to our coaching. Mm-hmm. You guys probably still get that itch to like add something new or add a new solution or, or cook up something part of the other things. Do you guys have anything like that in the pipeline that you're allowed to talk about? Yeah. So there's always, there's so many ideas that are passed around. Um, and it's really exciting. We've got, we've got a shark tank channel in Slack and it's just full of a lot of amazing ideas that, you know, we want to see created. So whether it's our CS team that's talking to customers, every idea, Hey, this is a great idea. Uh, or sellers that are like, dang, I wish jungle Scott did this. We should do this. Um, and there's some things like that are pretty easy wins. I think coming up, like that request a review button and automation, you know, that was kind of just like, Hey, this would be really enormous for sellers. Let's just jump on this. Um, the, the one thing, you know, wait, I did our Q4 product teams roadmap just came out a week ago, but I, I can't share too much, uh, but it is really exciting. Um, I'll say, you know, one thing that we've got coming up is a sort of like review extractor as part of the extension. So, you know, looking at, reviews for a product and then finding keywords out of those or shared traits and negatives or positives. Um, we've always found that that's been a really actual great way to drive your advertising campaigns or even title changes. You know, I remember talking to one seller and he was like, yeah, I found through my reviews, like a lot of thing, a lot of like ideas for keywords and things in my title, like or uses for my product rather. I found a lot of uses for my product reading the reviews. So we're working on that. Um, there is some exciting stuff. I can't say. I wish I could. I wish I could. I'm like trying to catch myself because I'm a pretty open book. Don't want to get um, fired, right? <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I mean, like you mentioned, I think we've kind of we've definitely focused on our core features and are always improving those. Um, one thing we do, we started doing the Jungle Scout change log, and this was actually this came from a, a Shark Tank idea. Um, I like playing video games and a lot of video games will release like patch notes and fans get super passionate about patch notes. And, you know, we were kind of saying like, we're seeing these updates in Slack and the product team, like every week is pushing out minor changes, but are sometimes actually like really impactful or convenient and helpful. So we've started publishing those, uh, in a monthly change log. So those are, those are really helpful to kind of just get a quick view and a, what we're doing and what we're building, what we're improving on um, for new customers. But and the one big thing too, if you guys, have y'all heard about Jungle Scout Cobalt or Cobalt product? Nope. So we did, we launched Cobalt about three months ago and this is a separate product from Jungle Scout and it's strictly for brands and agencies. So this tool isn't something you can just purchase on our website. Um, it's for brands and agencies doing, we, we try to target people doing over $10 million a month on Amazon. Um, and you know, it's very quickly we're, we're bringing in more and more customers. It's 
on our website uh, right now, you know, you can request a demo, meet with our sales team, but it is, it's something that we're, we're focusing on definitely uh, in Q4 and in 2021 is serving these really large brands and agencies and helping them win on Amazon with market insights, segmentation, et cetera. Um, so that was a huge sort of product uh, release of 2019 or sorry, 2020. I wish we were still in 2019. <laughs> uh, but what's great about that too is by that product is and what those brands and agencies need is data, 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 data. And they need absolute trust and accuracy in that data. So with our product team, you know, we've had a couple customers say like, oh, is Jungle Scout just like forgetting about the small guys now? Like you guys don't want to help FBA sellers. You're going after these like big Amazon sellers. And that's not true at all. Like literally everything that Cobalt's doing is improving every functionality and tool and estimate and accuracy of our cool our core jungle scout suite um so while it's not a tool or product that like an, an average you know fba seller will need the benefits of us developing out that data moat will innately benefit them greatly mm-hmm. um so yeah that's a big focus for the product team and you know we're, we're always doing stuff the team's grown so much uh so they're moving a lot faster and being able to deliver value a lot a lot quicker uh so definitely stay tuned there'll be some exciting stuff later this year and early next awesome and if you know either a new seller or even someone that's been selling for a long time if um i was new to say jungle scout can you just can give us like a quick two minute rundown of which tools do you think are the most beneficial in your suite. So we obviously talked about the product selection, um, data. So if I'm kind of looking for a new product and then about to launch it, how would you say that, you, you know, using the tools that you guys have, what should I do first, second, third, fourth, et cetera? Yeah, good question. So first would obviously be like validating the data, and the product research. And we found that even, even our sellers, uh, the number one tool that they're using is like product database opportunity finder and product tracker. But you know, they're looking to launch more products and they're also tracking their competition's products. Um, so of course that then there's also the supplier side, which we touched briefly on. So, you know, for me, when I go into Alibaba and I'm searching for a product and there's 10,000 different manufacturers that will say, I'll make this product for you. Send me, Twenty thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely a nerve factor in that for a first time, for sure. So the supplier database isn't. It's definitely not a replacement for Alibaba by any means, but it does help you validate and get trust in those suppliers. You know, you can search for them in the database and basically pulling uh, public U.S. import records. We can say that oh, they've shipped into the U.S. this many times. Here was the last shipment. Maybe these are some of the brands that they've worked with. So that, that helps establish a lot of trust and sort of validate your suppliers. You know, you definitely still want to order samples and everything, but it it is an added layer of security. Um, And then keyword data, of course. So optimizing your listings, your title, your bullet points, your backend, your description, but then also discovering new search terms and driving really your entire PPC strategy. Um, and all the sales data as well. So I think the data will definitely help sellers make the best decisions, products, and optimizations, but it never really stops. Um, and that's where, you know, 
I think the Jungle Scout suite is always providing value in, you know, new sellers looking for more products, tracking your competition, setting up alerts for changes in your pro- your comp- competitors' products or your products. Um, always, always looking for new keywords and improving your PPC, getting that A cost as low as possible. Um, and then lately, yeah, I think the review automation, absolutely. Like that's just a huge one. I, I feel like that alone for me, at least warrants the $69 a month, uh, that our plans start with because I would be paying a VA more than that every month and making their life really boring, <laughs> uh, having to press that button again and again. So. Yeah. And that was definitely a massive pain point for sellers for a long time. Obviously Amazon came out with the tool, but you guys have made it easy to use. Um, but definitely getting reviews and figuring out how to get it within terms of service, obviously is a, was a big pain point for about 18 months, I think. So yeah. it's great that we're easy to, it's a lot easier for us to be able to do that, but with the confidence that we can do it with Amazon's t- TOS. So thanks for giving us that little rundown there. That's brilliant. I think a lot of people, you know, sometimes you've got so many tools, you don't really know where I can go for it, where, what I can get out of that tool. So that's brilliant. And maybe with the new stuff that's coming out, you can give us a heads up and then we can get you on again and you can tell us all this new stuff that you're bringing for FBA sellers. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. Anytime. I'd love to come on. Uh, this is a lot of fun. It's really exciting and at literally any time and I'm an open book. So I'd happy to come back on when we've got something more to talk about. Yeah. Brilliant. And, um, we're obviously going to, you know, add a link to jungle scout in the, in the show notes. Uh, but do you, have you got any final words of advice that potentially could help people on their journey? Yeah, uh, absolutely. This is kind of maybe the part I'm like most passionate about, you know, data is fantastic. This, the software, the platform is all amazing. Um, the education resources great, but I really love, you know, seeing these new entrepreneurs enter and try. And also, I mean, they struggle. There's a lot of struggle. It's always a struggle, uh, but really pushing through and driving. So my last like kind of piece of advice, I would say, um, there's kind of that analysis paralysis factor we talked about. I think a lot of people will pass up great opportunities because they're waiting for the perfect one. Um, and it's really just, you just got to take action. You just got to go. There's a point where you just got to say, I'm going to just try this, you know, and maybe micro launch, start with 200 units. Um, try it out because every product you launch or as you're selling, it's a learning process. You're only going to get better and better and better. And I think for me, what FBA kind of really was initially, um, it's an avenue. It's a, it's a medium to achieve other goals. So, you know, my goal was breaking a corporate seven to five job that I didn't like or didn't care about or wasn't passionate about giving me financial freedom to travel, uh, work when I want, work on things that I actually care about. And FBA really does provide that medium for people. And also kind of just setting realistic expectations for yourself. Um, you know, not everybody needs to drive a Lamborghini and build an e-commerce empire that is doing millions of dollars in sales every month. Like, no, um, if I was doing million dollars, million plus dollars in sales every month, like I probably wouldn't be a jungle scout. Sorry, Greg, but I wouldn't. Um, (laughs) but my FBA business, uh, and you know, I've talked to so many like moms that get to stay at home now with their kids because they're making a couple thousand dollars a month on Amazon. Um, so it's just, you know, 
it's changing lives for people in India where over a course of a year, they might make $300, but now they're making $300 a month on Amazon. And that's life changing money for these families. Mm -hmm. So, you know, setting realistic expectations for yourself, but also your why, you know, your goal, what you want to achieve. Um, and then really just taking action and saying like FBA can help me achieve this. Now I'm just going to go do it and give it everything I got. Um, and yeah, the analysis paralysis, don't rely too much on that. And also, you know, I've seen on data, people will look at that opportunity score and pass over great products because they're relying on this one quick and easy point. You know, they're looking for a perfect 10 opportunity, but in reality, you actually just found a niche that the opportunity score is a six because a dozen products on the organic page are actually unrelated to the search term you're looking for. You know, yeah. you, you typed in cat calming collar, which is like an anxiety thing for cats. I got a cat. He's got anxiety problems, <laughs> but <laughs> some of the results on that first page are just regular cat callers. And those are inflating the number of reviews and sales for your your product, but they're not actually cat calming colors. So the opportunity score is giving it a six, but if you actually remove those unrelated products from your search term, like, oh, this, this product is actually a perfect 10. Um, so really just, you know, not just looking for one number to tell you that this is what you should sell, go sell it. It definitely takes some like personal analysis and looking at the competition and asking yourself, why I'm doing this and what I want to achieve from it. And then how do I do it better than everybody else? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause like, you know, when they see the search results, a lot of times those, those other cat callers are getting sales from the search term cat caller, for example. And that's a mm -hmm. much harder, much harder uh, product to rank on because it's so broad, but yeah, that's exactly. a good point. I uh, love the stuff about the, the goals and the whys. That's exactly what we preach in our coaching and, and, you know, taking action is literally, we call it getting shit done. So we don't, we don't mince words. We just say, get this done and stop, stop making excuses. Uh, we want to thank you very much for coming on Joe. Um, all the great insights and strategies and kind of running us, uh, running us through the jungle scout opportunities and everything like that. Um, so guys, if you like what you heard today, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share our podcast with friends who might get value out of it as well. Also to get some free training on what it takes to have a successful business to fill your lifestyle, head to www.goteamreal.com to download our free training today. And we'll see you next week for the next Sprint to Profit episode. And as always, we wish you the best for you and your business. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.